0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of 2 Timothy. We're in the second chapter. And uh, the Spirit, through Paul, is giving Timothy into insight. And, you know, in our last episode, we looked at the first two verses right here, which are really profound the more you look at it. As a matter of fact, I've really been struck with this first verse. And I've taught 2 Timothy several times. I just taught it locally. Um, we just finished it uh, three or four weeks ago. And uh, I, I just wasn't struck as much as I was with last episode with us with this first verse of what Paul said you therefore my son be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus I don't think we can emphasize that enough that our strength lies in the Lord Jesus Christ we know that but he's telling him to be strong in the grace that is in the Lord that the Lord is the one who releases grace into our life and that we need to manifest that and live that out relationally with everyone. That's so why I talked a bit about that in the last episode, but I think that's something that we will continue uh, to build upon and think upon because that's such a profound understanding. Then in verse 2, he said, The things which you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others Also, and so we have a role to impart and entrust the things that we receive, the truths that we know, to entrust these to faithful men, not unfaithful men, not casting our pearls before the swine, okay, not unfaithful men from the point of view of those who don't believe. Okay, Uh, Because they're not going to receive it anyway. They don't want to hear it anyway. With unbelievers, you start with the foundations of the gospel, the good news that Jesus came, of of repentance, of confession of sin, of calling upon the name of the Lord, of believing unto salvation. That's where you begin. You also have a difficulty, though, of, of, of bringing things before unfaithful men who claim to be of the faith. There will be people who are truly believers, but they're not walking faithfully within it. And you have to work through that and realize, okay, I'm not going to put them in a leadership position and give them and impart unto them and entrust them with things unless they're faithful in their walk. Now, we're at verse 3. He continues to give instruction to Timothy. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. And Paul's already told Timothy uh, to not be ashamed of him, not to be ashamed of the gospel, not to be ashamed of the fact that Paul's in prison, that he's got chains, but to suffer hardship, the hardship that comes when we believe, the hardship that comes in the life of the believer. So he's telling him, suffer with me as a good soldier of Christ. And then he gives some examples of uh, how we live life and some things that give insight into this. Verse 4, he says, No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. (coughs) Excuse me. So what the Spirit is telling us is that someone, a soldier who's in active service, okay, that's interesting, in active service, you don't get caught up in what some translations call civilian pursuit, the affairs of this life. They're focused upon the battle. They're focused upon the war, okay? They're focused upon what they're doing as a soldier. And he said, we're the same way. We don't need to get caught up in the uh, civilian affairs, the entanglements of everyday life. And I think way too often we as believers do that. The body of Christ, as an organization does, so much of what the body, and I mean the true body, the true organism, so much of what the true organism, the body of Christ gets caught up in are the cares and the concerns of the world. And you see the body of Christ literally functioning and thinking as a corporate entity, as a corporate business, as a man-made business. And we shouldn't be doing that. Okay, we shouldn't be doing that at all. But then he gives another example, verse 5. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize unless he competes according to the rules. So you can't sit there and create your own rules and compete the way that you want to and expect to win the prize. No, you compete according to the rules. You compete according to the standards. And he's telling Timothy to do the same way. We need to be as focused as the soldier is. We need to be as the athlete is. And then he gives one more example, verse 6. The hardworking farmer ought to be the first to receive his share of the crop. Well, that's interesting. He's teaching Timothy some things. And uh, Paul actually, he shares some things like this in the uh, church at Thessalonica and a couple other places of uh, what should happen. Here he's saying the farmer should receive his share of the crop. He's laying the groundwork and he's already Timothy already knew this because it's the last letter Paul's writing to him, but that those who uh, uh, especially those who teach and preach and work hard in the word, that they are worthy of some things. Okay, they're worthy of support. Actually, double support. Paul says. But the idea being that the Lord's going to take care of you. Okay, when you do these things, the Lord will watch over you. He will care for us. And uh, Paul was sort of aware that he was dropping some things on Timothy right here, reminding him of some things. And so uh, our last verse we'll look at today, Paul says this in verse 7, Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. (laughs) Oh, there we go. That is a great promise. That is a great thing. He's telling Timothy, hey, I know I'm, I'm firing these things off at you right here. You know, he's told him, you know, you be strong in the grace of God. You know, these things that I've been telling you right here, you share these and trust these things with faithful men. Not only faithful men, but faithful men who are able to teach. You realize that I'm, you know, that there's going to be suffering. So go ahead and suffer the hardship with me and do it as a good soldier. Do it. And the way that one would think of an athlete is you're running the race, okay? Doing it as a hardworking farmer. Because a hardworking farmer plants totally by faith, okay? Totally by faith. And, uh, you know, where I was raised and even where I am right now is very much uh, an agrarian society, and people sort of understand that they don't give as much attention to it as they used to but a lot of people that are raised in cities and stuff have no concept about that the fact that you plow the land the fact that you lay out resources uh to plant the seed to fertilize to till to tend but it's still out of your control because you don't know if there's going to be rain you don't know if there's going to be rain. And even if there is rain, you don't know if it's going to be at the right time. And you don't know if it's going to be in the way that will bring forth an abundant harvest. And even if you have an abundant harvest, you don't really know whether you can get it out of the field or not. As a matter of fact, that's just happened within our general uh, area, in our region right here of late. About, uh, was it two weeks ago, we had a hurricane that came along the Gulf Coast, of the United States. And, um, really devastated coastal regions of, uh, of Florida, but inland in South Alabama and South Georgia, the farmers lost all their crops. The pecans were blown off the trees. Uh, the cotton was absolutely destroyed. Thousands and thousands of acres of cotton because the cotton was just just coming to where they would be harvesting it in the next few weeks. Uh, that type of stuff, you don't know. So a hardworking farmer is planting tilling, tending, living by faith, not knowing what's going to happen. But when he brings forth the crop, he's saying here that he will receive his share from the crop. And so these are truths that we need to understand because they really speak and give us insight into our life and who we are as believers. So let's do the same thing that Paul told Timothy to do. Consider what the Lord is saying here. The Lord will give us understanding in everything. Okay? Seek him first in everything. He will give understanding. Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.